Biganta Florpa, the Flukata Bigana Tita, a Flukatitita, Animorphs Book Club, a Flungadi, Jenny Babish, a Flugadoo, Bryn Spencer, a Flagadi Gidi, the Flakadaba, ABC for short. Excuse me, ABC perplort. <laughs> that was that was my. I've been learning to speak Andalite recently. Mm-hmm. Your accent's getting better. I'm impressed. Thank you. You're welcome. I've been working really hard. Uh, I know. It actually, they just offered it on uh, Duolingo. Uh, Andalite. I'm learning how to speak uh, uh, Taxon also, which oh is just you know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I I was looking for it on Rosetta Stone the other day, and I couldn't find it. Um, I just don't think they've updated. Well, that was because you were using Rosetta Stone. That's, yeah, I know that was my. That's first. for when you're just going to Thailand. That's for something else. Yeah that that was that was my first um, mistake. But then I downloaded Duolingo, uh, and that works fine. But the thing is, with the the Analyte language, um, if you don't. Like, if you mispronounce something, the Duolingo shoots a dragon beam out of your phone. You die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You die <laughs> immediately. It murders you. It, it has a shredder. It, it has a gun. It's just a yeah. gun. <laughs> Boom. Anyway. Honestly, honestly, it was just a matter of time with the Duolingo album, oh, so. Jesus. Evolution is a crazy thing. Anyway, hello. Hello. Uh, to translate what I was saying, welcome to the Animorphs Book Club, or the ABC for short. I fucked up our, uh, I keep fucking up our slogan, but that's because I think I, I intentionally made it so that I would fuck it up. I think you did. Um, that wasn't even supposed to be our slogan. I just said that one day and you thought it was so funny. You decided we should open every episode with that. Because <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> welcome to the Andalite, welcome to the Andalite book. Club. Well, <laughs> is that what this episode is? I mean, it is. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Welcome to the ABC of the Animorphs Book Club for long. Uh, I'm Jenny, this is Bryn, uh, and today we are going to be reading and discussing uh, in our special three-part special, that's how you know it's special. That's when you know it's special. We're going to be reading the Andalite Chronicles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Bryn? I'm quite well. It's, uh, what is it? It's 1.17 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That was redundant. I've got coffee. You've got coffee. We're good to go. How are you doing today, Jenny? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a all right. I, <laughs> I'm doing just all right. I, my brain woke me up at 5.30. I <sighs> didn't want to wake up at 5.30. I've been awake since 5.30. That's I really? watched the sunrise. That was cool. It would have been cooler if I actually wanted to watch the sunrise, but I didn't. That's rough, my friend. That's rough. I woke That's up this morning. That's rough, buddy. I surprised my family with pancakes this morning. Uh, so we've ah! had different days. Yeah. Yes. But I'm on my second cup of coffee. Well, I, I don't know if you count the first thing I drink as coffee. I went to fucking Starbucks. Yeah, that's not uh, And I got a, I got a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino, and it was delicious. I love that. I love yeah. that. I don't think it was coffee though. It was a smoothie. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a milkshake. It was a shake. It was a shake. Flavoring. It was a shake. Excuse me. It was not a smoothie. Smoothies are with fruit. It was a yeah. shake. That was a milkshake. But you know, there you yes. go. Coffee flavored, caramel flavored milkshake, but milkshake nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I should have asked for it with oat milk though, because now my stomach is gonna be a pit of despair. 
Absolutely. And how would everybody know that you're queer if you didn't order a milk alternative at Starbucks? How would the baristas know? That was a hate crime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling the ACLU. Anyway. (laughs) You can't. My my stepmom works for the ACLU. Oh, that's like, it's like saying like, my dad works for Nintendo. (laughs) My moms work for the ACLU. Just one of them, homie. Just the one mom. Also, you forget that I too am queer, homie. Um, Still. I'm calling it out where I see it. (laughs) Anyway, order your own. Yes, I'm gay. Yes, I'm homophobic. Let's start discussing this. Oh, oh, I guess I should say, by the way, this will be a three part special Oh, I know we theoretically release our episodes on Fridays, but this one will be released uh, today, which is a Monday. Uh, when you're listening to it, it's a Sunday now, but when you're listening to it, it'll be Monday, and then I'll be releasing it on Wednesday, and then we'll be releasing it on Friday. Three parts. Wow. A three-part time-bending special for a time-bending book. Oh, seriously. Uh-huh. Oh, well, oh, oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> Speaking of, let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, All right. So this is, uh, this episode will be discussing part one of the Andalite Chronicles, which is Elfanger's journey. I gotta say, though, Elfanger on this cover is looking stacked. <laughs> he He's I looking thought- juked. He looks looking <laughs> booted up. He's ready to go. They, I did not, I did, in my head, because isn't he like 14? He In my head, he is not ripped. Yeah. He's a little dinky little boy. In the, for the majority of this book, he is Axe's age. So in whatever, like, Andalite years he is, he's 14. Um, I thought this was like grown up Elfanger. I assumed this was end of the book. Uh, I guess so, but it's still funny. It is funny. He is ripped in this cover, um, which is hilarious. He's because- shredded. <laughs> which I, is heard, so- I heard. I heard. I heard. Elfanger had an eight pack. That Elfanger <laughs> was shredded. <laughs> um, this is even funnier when you remember that, um, like throughout this book, Elfanger keeps marveling at like human arms and hands and how strong they are. He's like, yeah, and he's like. like- <laughs> He's like a boy. He's not been skipping whip. He's not been skipping arm day on this cover. In the book, he's a little wimp. He's he a little, is a little wimp. Also, he's a little spit of a boy. Also, the in the Andalites, I mean not the Andalites, the Animorphs, they always describe uh, Andalites as like delicate creatures. I laid a hand yeah, on his like slim he's shoulder. Jacked. This man is trying. This man is Dorito shaped. He is. Uh, <laughs> This man is built like Captain America. This is not a deer snail, man. This is... No, this is a horse. (laughs) This is fully a horse. I actually thought at first this was Visitor 3. Because, like... No, Visitor 3 is on the other cover. You ran out of breath there. (laughs) It was really funny. I thought at first it's Visitor 3. (laughs) Please don't make fun of me for that. Um, (laughs) No, it's fine. Oh, my God. My choir teacher would kill me. Um, Anyway. Yeah, this is fully a horse. This, this is a horse. horse. Yeah, Visser 3 is also jacked on his cover for Visser, which is, I think, a funnier cover because of the angle. But <laughs> at least that? it makes sense because, the as we learn in this book, the body that he ends up inhabiting, it would make sense for him to be fucking jacked. It's true. It's true. Because 
But like this cover is so funny, especially with the penis plants in the background. <laughs> they look like asparagus. And the, and the spaceship. Yeah, the they're spaceship. asparagus, but they're flesh covered and that flesh colored. And I don't like that. Also, why is and that's uh, what we have on this cover here? Why is Lofinger like purple? He's not. He's blue. He's well. They're in purple. I don't know. I don't know. He's an he's indigo. Blue. Yeah. Okay. He's blue, and then he's like slightly pink. Also, I thought that Andalites didn't have ears. Me too. In my head, they in my head they don't have ears. Yeah, in my head they don't have ears either. But I guess that wouldn't make sense because they need to hear things. You don't need ears to hear. Sharks don't have ears, and they hear. It's true. Like they can have inward ears. Mm, that's true. I'm glad we have ears though, because I mean, where would ear piercings go anyway? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a great commentary. I'm glad we have ears. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I have nothing to say to that. I have nothing to say for myself. Um. I'm bullying you today. The tables have turned. <laughs> the tables fine. have turned. Normally I deserve to be bullied. I deserve to be bullied. Um, after you all heard it here first, <laughs> folks. I am cyberbullying Bryn Spencer. That's okay. The tables have turned. I usually cyberbully Jenny Babish and have great fun doing it because it's easy. Um, what? Hold on a minute. What do you mean? <laughs> That's not nice. Um, can I, I just like to point out that we're talking about how Jenny's cyberbullying me, except I just landed a hit on her. Uh, I know. In this conversation. <laughs> That's just how good and how mean I am. Um, <laughs> I'm a bully. Yeah, I'm fully bullying Jenny. Um, feel free to intervene, but, or don't. If they can't intervene. <laughs> Unless they do time travel, but as we know, because it didn't just happen, time travel isn't real. <laughs> oh, one of these days, I'm gonna if they if they talk about time travel one more time in these books, I am going to go on a rant about how time travel is not possible. It's one not. of these days, some elemist creature is gonna kidnap you against your will. Like force you to see in- like the universe. <laughs> force you every like, everything is gonna open up like a flower. Plop you back in dinosaur time, leave you there for a week to think about your place in the universe, and then bring you back just to scar you, just for fun, because we know they're messing with well, just thought, drop- uh, I thought Elemis didn't interfere. Uh, this isn't interfere. interfering. This is just This is repairing what must be repaired. <laughs> <laughs> this is just uh. being mean which yeah that's a for, that's a discussion for. for part three though that's true when things yeah. uh things happen <laughs> things do happen mm-hmm. things do occur it is actually uh uh possible things do occur oh yeah really mm-hmm. that did i didn't mean for that to sound shady i meant for that to be absurd but then it sounded shady <laughs> no it was both don't worry um yeah can you believe that the that this book is like a feature film about war and about the cost of war? And the last book, Rachel was having an allergic reaction to a crocodile. <laughs> I was literally just thinking about this. I was reading this book and I was like, this book is twelve times darker than anything else this in book this is series. Dork. It is dork. It is paced beautifully, in my opinion. Um, it is. It's so it's so good. And then I was like, and I will bet you the next book we get is going to be some silly. It's going to be 
just so silly. It's going to be so stupid. Um, like stupider than Rachel's allergic reaction to a crocodile and having a crush on this celebrity boy. What what was his name? This Irish celebrity, Jeremy Jason Cole. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, that was so funny. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh hi, oh hi, oh Irish. Sorry to the Irish, Bryn. What? <laughs> Sorry to the Irish. I'm not Irish. <laughs> I know. Oh, this is a joke that doesn't work for our listeners because they don't listen to our conversations. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys aren't privy to our conversations that aren't recorded for a podcast. But uh, briefly before we started recording, I was ranting to Jenny about my how entire my entire life uh, my family tricked me to, into believing that I am Irish when, in fact, I am almost completely Russian. <laughs> um, no. So... That was a whole thing. It's, yeah, you, you you as a listener probably don't understand that, but that was very funny to us. Good job, yeah. Jenny. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All um, right, let's get into it. So, prologue. We open in darkness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This prologue <laughs> is so funny to me. It's, it is a little bit funny. Okay, El, okay. we open with Elfie, Alfanger, we call him Elfie, lying, dying. Well, actually, not lying on the ground. He's in a mouth right now. He's like oh, yeah. being he, eaten. He's being <laughs> eaten Wizard 3. And he's like, let me re- reminisce about this for 40 chapters. Yeah, but he's, he says some things. He's like, he's like, like the abomination I can feel him. I can sense his evil. Oh, actually, maybe he's not being digested right now. No, no, he's not being digested yet. Oh, is he That's just... later. He's just in his... He's just lying on the ground. Oh, just thinking about death. Oh, um, yes. And he's like... Uh, uh, he's like, this is my... Hierachtalist! This is my Hierachtalist! My final statement. Uh, I have formed the mental link to my thought-speak transponder. Gibberish words. In my fighter's computer, I will record my memories before the yerks annihilate all trace of me. So, so this, this is, is hilarious to me. <laughs> this is so funny to me. And I know that like this book this book is actually very fucking serious, and I will take it seriously, but this is very funny to me. And I was telling Bryn this, how humorous it is to me that for a solid uh 139 pages, this is literally just Elfie lying on the ground, thinking real hard. (laughs) Like, come on. He's just... It's... Musing. He's just thinking about life. And he's he's just writing in his diary right before he dies. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But it's not even writing. It's just thinking. So he's just lying still on the ground, just like... (laughs) Staring off into the distance. He does say some important details here. He's true. like, I am here because I'm looking for a great weapon. Um, the existence of this weapon is also a secret. So many secrets in my life. Mistakes. Things I should have done. Uh, I like that this we're already establishing that Elfie is not the great hero that mm-hmm. you know he has been mythologized to be. And I would say that this book is a large, I don't know if it's about this, but a large part of it is 
uh, the mistakes that Elfie makes and how they fuck up everything. <laughs> they really do. This book is just like a series of disasters. Uh, that's it. Yeah, but he's like, uh, of course the child would be here. Of course it would be Visser 3 who would take my life. Visser 3 thinks he has won our long private war, but I have a little, left a little surprise behind. Um, and he's like, I have no choice but to hope because it was I who created Visser 3. I feel like I we always caused knew that. the abomination. I cannot go pe- peacefully to my death knowing that I created the creature who will enslave the human race. I didn't think that he created Visser 3. Why did I always think that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to interrogate this. Why did you always think that? <laughs> I I thought it was just kind of implied. Like, I mean, I, I guess I should have seen it because they, they, they talk about like, oh, Elfie made a grave mistake. He made a big mistake. And they never talked about what the mistake... Oh, well, I thought the mistake was, like, oh, he broke Ciro's kindness. But, no, like... I thought... Yeah, I thought it was, like, in the first book, um, Axe was, like, I need to give... Not Axe. Elfie was, like, I need to give you this because... I don't know. Because it's your only chance, and, like, I'm... I have to do this for you, and I didn't... I don't know, I didn't, like, realize they were from an honor-bound society, so I thought it was more of, like, a personal thing. Um... And then in uh, Axe's book, when he was talking to the spaceship captain, uh, the captain's like, yeah, your brother has made mistakes and broken laws, um, but we've forgiven him, So, but I can't forgive this specific thing again, you know? I don't know why I thought that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I thought that that the we cannot forgive this thing was in reference to the breaking of Ciro's kindness. Mm -hmm. It probably was, and I probably just made a lucky guess. Uh, No, it's okay. I mean, I probably, I just didn't think about it, I guess. I just didn't even consider it, but it makes complete sense. And I do want to say, though, and and we will get more into this in parts two, and especially parts two and three, um... Te- technically speaking, I, I think I think the phrase "I created Visser 3 is really fascinating because technically speaking, he didn't, but yeah. also he did because he is responsible for Visser Three being Visser Three, but he didn't create the slug, which is what I thought they were kind of in. Pl- like I thought that's where this book was gonna go. I was like, what? Well, uh, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. You thought it was implying that. Yes. That he made a slug. Ha. How? I don't know. How does anything happen in this book? You know. Don't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm don't just trying to. Don't sit in silence at me. I'm just trying to process how. Shut up, man. <laughs> Look. Sorry, that sounded really judgmental. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to process the stupidity. In our two years of friendship, how I think you've had ample time to process that from the moment you met me. Go. The moment. <laughs> oh no, I thought I was doing an impression of you processing oh. my stupidity. I don't know. Oh. I'm not press. I'm not being a bully. 
I was impersonating you being a bully. <laughs> well, it was a good impression. It was not inaccurate. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Thank you. You know what? Let's just move on. Maybe let's yeah, just... that's a good idea. Let's move on. Um, but like, he's like, this is the Hyrectalist of Alfinger Serenial Shantul and the Light Prince. Uh, and uh, oh, he, he mentions Lauren, which I thought from the spelling of it was an alien. That's fair enough. That's fair. Um, well, I've never seen Lauren spelled like that. I don't know. I don't know that I have. I just didn't question it. <laughs> I was like, whatever. But we we cut from that to 21 years before. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing that again. <laughs> Please. God, um, no. And Elfie is like, the Yerks were loose. Uh, it's everything sucks. We're in a war. Things are bad. Uh, things aren't looking good. Uh, and I was posted as an artist, a cadet to the dome ship Star Sword. It's so silly. It's a really stupid name for a ship. Star, Star Sword. Sword. <laughs> That's like something I would name my D and D character. How do they? Maybe it's a translation. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they. Well, then maybe they would translate "fucking artist" too, but they don't. But they don't. Star Sword. Star Sword. It's not like there's no translation for us. I can't even say it. Artist. Artist. It's like you just say cadet. But literally, cooler in the Andalite language to say that. True. Um, but uh, Elfie is on the ship Star Sword as a cadet, and he uh, thinks he's fucking stupid. <laughs> he thinks he is stupid. Yeah, he's got very little self-confidence happening. Very little self-esteem. Um, mm. Which, which, mm. Is, which is no good. No uh, good. No good. No good. Um, so I'm not very good. Speaking of no, no good, good, I'm not good at plot. <laughs> That's okay. No, that's okay. That's why um, you do the plot things, and I just make weird noises in the background. That's okay. <laughs> uh, but he is—he's uh, on the ship Star Sword, and he's fighting his uh, like one of his mentors, mm-hmm. Sofor, which sounds like a soda brand. Really and he's, <laughs> uh, so no, it sounds like a soap brand. And he's—he's uh, try—he's like sparring with Sofor. Uh, and, and Sofer is like, you fucking suck! <laughs> and, uh, Elfie kind of sucks. <laughs> he does. I just, his instructor is, like, verbally bullying him. Fully bullying him. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a fucking general or a prince in, like, a war. It's not kind- it's not- no, no kind- no room for kindness here, as we're shown- Later in the book. Yeah, it's not like fun bullying like I do to Jenny. It's it's like fully That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe I don't know. Um But he's like like he thinks to himself, sometimes I thought I'd be faster and better if it was a real battle, not just a lesson. I was sure if my life depended on it I could win. He's right. 
That smells like he foreshadowing to me. Mm, I get a, I get a. St- I'm getting a distinct scent of foreshadowing. Mm. Ooh. And a hint of paprika? hint of floral. <laughs> a hint of nut. A hint of hint of hazel. Maybe we should not do an ASMR of us sniffing into the mic. I don't think that's good. We're like for our... sommeliers for plot. <laughs> for plot. <laughs> we literally are. That's our job. It really is. Well, <laughs> I'm going to put that on my resume. <laughs> plot sommelier. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, but he's like sparring with a shing, shing, shing. Uh, with so far, and uh, he still sucks. Uh, and and so far has a cool scar, and that's that's pretty much the last we see of. So he doesn't show up again. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he's he's gone. For some yeah, reason. but then we're we're uh, uh, introduced to Arbron, who I fucking love, and his name sounds like a Pokemon. Arbron. Arbron. It reminds me of Zarin, which is the evolution of Aaron. <laughs> or Zyron? I, I don't know. Arbron would be, like, an Earth type. I don't know. Um, In my head, it's Steel Poison, because it's, like, a combination of Zeron and Arbok. And Arbok, I think, is a Poison type, and Zeron is a Steel type. So maybe it'd be, like, a Poisonous Snake. But anyway, he is not a snake. He is a wonderful character who I adore. Um, this makes sense. I, I was thinking... Um, of like, I don't, I don't know. Arbron is like it, it sounds like an element on the periodic table. That's why I was thinking like, ah, like, um, never mind, never mind. We it's don't. Okay, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> Slightly dumb. It's I'm okay. curious. I'm curious. That was um, all. That's all. It's all good. Um, but he. They're a little bit competitive, those two, and Arbron sometimes gets on Elfie's nerves because Arbron is more of a laughing kind of guy, and Elfie's kind of a serious person. Um, it's a Jake and a and, Marco kind of. Yes, it literally <laughs> is. <laughs> we love K.A. Applegate cannot get away from this dynamic, and I'm so happy. I'm so had. I'm so had. I'm so had. I'm so had, bruh. I'm just so had. Um... I'm not um, mad at it. He's like, he's. I'm not mad at it either. It's kind of similar to our dynamic. It really is. It really is. It's very funny. Um, but they're like they're being they're doing banter. They're witty. Um, and 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 suddenly they get like a, a an announcement over the PA system saying like, "Yo, Alfanger and Arbron, get to the battle bridge. Get on the battle bus." <laughs> Yeah, Fortnite, we about to get down. I hope that joke doesn't end, doesn't age this episode. It does. So they call Elfie and Arbron to the battle bus. <laughs> and they're like, where are we dropping, Artie's? I can't. I can't. Just drop down Tomato Town. <laughs> Can we move on, please? Can Ooh. we move on? Can we move on? Dude, Arbron would definitely be the kind of kid to play to play Fortnite. <laughs> please, I can't. 
Ooh. It would, though. Okay. Um, for sure. So they're, like, kind of freaking out because Ari's never get called to the... They never get called to the battle bus. And they're, like... Um, and they're like, uh, 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 we're in trouble. We're in fucking trouble. Uh, and so they get to the battle bus and like, well, first they visit the quarters and they're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, and, and there's this little detail uh, shown in this chapter where it's like, uh, uh, there's in, in he's talking about what's in his little fucking dinky little quarters. He's like, there's a wish flower representing the little brother I'll be getting in a few years. The electorate has voted to allow more children to be born since we're in a war now. They say that if the war goes on for long, and there are lots of battle deaths, some families may even have three or four children. So I'm glad to know that there's a government that tells the people how many kids they can have. That's fun. So, uh, after they, you know, stop in their quarters and, you know, muse on the, uh, the triumvirate preventing them from having children. Uh, they go to uh, the battle bus and they really take their time getting to the battle bus. They don't really they? do take their fucking time going on the battle they make bus. Them stop. But, yeah, <laughs> but they they like bump into someone. And it's like oh, and, and Fortnite is like, there's gonna be a battle, and Elfie's like, we're gonna do, we're gonna burn, we're gonna burn. <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna burn up. We're gonna burn. <laughs> mm-hmm. That word's the word. That's what he says. Well, he literally says, "I highlighted it." We're gonna burn some yerks. Yeah, I'm gonna burn some slugs. So they yeah. arrive. Yeah, they arrive on the battle bus, and uh, the tactical officer is there, and the captain is there, and and like earlier, they say like the captain is like an ancient god. So this guy must be like hundreds of years old. Yeah, we still don't know how Andalite aging works. I'm assuming if there has to be like controlled population growth um, from the government deciding when and when not to have kids, they've got to live for a long time. Otherwise, if they didn't have that population control they would be like overrun with analytes that live a long ass time yeah take up all it was it's weird because later on i don't think this is a spoiler but later on they sort of describe how the andalite like communal structure works and it's not anything like like there aren't cities it's more like like i guess an anarcho-socialist utopia (laughs) right like there's no yeah. there's there's just organizations of of people that sort of live on a big old field, um, but like I'm wondering how does the government and the military play into that? I have no idea. I, All right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just either. like. Okay, Applegate really was like okay, it's socialist, but, but not, but not. But okay. not because it's a military society, but it's socialism. Yeah, I think but they imply that, like, but it's not. Yeah, Elfie has some words where he's like, he's like, yeah, like the galaxy used to be peaceful, and then we had to go to war. Um, but they've been at war for like many, many years. 
to the point where mm-hmm. Alron, you know, is has been, you know, you got Alron. <laughs> uh, well, which I can't get into now. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I. This is it's it's honestly just a, a fallacious on my part because I'm trying to apply human standards to a non-human society. Like they're they're not anarcho-socialists. They're fucking horse people. <laughs> like yeah, they're horse people. They're Andalite alien people that have totally different like structures of government and society than we do so yeah it's just interesting to think about i guess yeah for sure and hard to understand also hard to relate to (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) um (laughs) but uh they're they're flying they're flying and they get called up to the battle bus and the the captain feyorn there and is like hey look at that look at that look at the planet look at the planet (laughs) they're pointing at the planet (laughs) And and it's like a blue planet with a large moon with swirls of white mm. and land masses that were brown and green. I didn't pick up on this when I first read it. I didn't realize that they were directly over Earth. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You didn't realize that this was Earth? There's a couple things I didn't realize you'll get into. <laughs> you'll see. And then a couple things I did realize. <laughs> Jenny, I, no, I can't teach you about this because I didn't. You pick didn't up on pick the, up on the electorate shit on, on the electro yeah. the the stuff. And I have three whole theories. Yeah. I have three whole theories. How many theories do you have? I don't know. I'm sure I'll think of them. Okay. Well, I didn't. It's Earth. It's Earth. Fairn is like this is a there's a sentient species there. They've achieved orbital spaceflight and they've landed on their moon. I still didn't pick it up. <laughs> Sensors show presence of nuclear weapons, and we're picking up transmissions in various parts of the electromagnetic spectrum. All in all, they're probably a level six civilization. Uh, I love that when they like classify. It's so there's so much of this in this book. <laughs> I know it's kind of great. Um. But but Feyern turns to the audience. He turns to Elfie specifically. He's like, "All right, there's a Skritna, a Skritna raider leaving a level six civilization. Twenty minutes till he's safe in zero space. What do we do?" And 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 uh, Elfie's like, "Well, we could dispatch fighters on an intercept course, um, and bring up behind on a chase. Bring up two behind on a chase vector." Uh, and then he turns to Fortnite and is like. What do we what do we do when we have to intercept and why? And and Fortnite's like, oh, the Skritna, they're smugglers and they're renegades, and sometimes they serve the Yerks. Um, so we board the Skritna and we check for for violations. And if they put up a fight, we put some tail into them. And everyone on the battle bus is like, not cool, oh, Fortnite. Not cool, my dude. <laughs> Am I gonna keep doing this? Am I gonna keep calling it Fortnite? <laughs> Because I actually I think, think he's should. a great and very complex character, and I don't want our oh, listeners yeah. to think I'm reducing his character by calling him Fortnite. I just am calling no. him Fortnite. I personally forget his name sometimes. I don't, because it reminds me of a Pokemon. Um, Pokemon. Well, we all know that I'm not good at names. Uh, so, yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> at the beginning of this book, when I first read Arbron, I was like, oh, it's an A name. The 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 Andalite that Visor Three's in is an is an A name, so that must be him. Ooh, I was wrong. I'm just I was clearly wrong. 
How did you? I kind of got it. How did you know that the the Andalite Vista Three was inside was an A name? Because in Axe's book, remember? No. When. <laughs> Clearly not. Vista Three temporarily abandons his host, and Axe has a whole ass conversation with him, and he's like, "Tell my wife I love her." Um. Do you not remember? No, that? I remember that, and I was gonna reread that today, but but I never got the time just to see if there's any details that I, that are feel different now. The wife stuff, I guess, feels different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, all I remember from from a uh, when he gets you know released from Wizard Three is him begging to die for death. Yeah, it's actually I mean, you know well. I mean, I. We'll get into it later, but I think that the the degradation from the A that we see in this book to the A mm-hmm. at the end of at the at the end of the alien is um very fascinating and shows just how terrible being a controller is. Yeah, I think A is a really interesting character I even before Visitor Three gets him. in his head. He's awesome. <laughs> He's a great character. I agree. Oh, but back, back in the story, anyway, so they're on the battle bus, yeah. and everyone's looking at him in Fortnite, and they're like, and, and Elfie is like, oh, this is why they, oh, this is why they called us to the battle bus, because we're the only ones small enough who can fit inside the, the freighters. In the, the Skritna. Skritna. Nah, ship. Um, I love it when they're describing the Skritna ship, and it's like a flying. Dog. It literally is. I also got that when I was reading it, and then when they describe, uh, this is a little bit later, but well, basically they, uh, they they fly, they shoot, uh, they get the wow, wow, cool, cool, cool. They it's a big old action scene, um, and they uh, my voice cracked, um, and they they get on the on the ship, uh, and and and, and, and Elfie. This is just relevant. He's like, at that moment, I loved being alive. I even loved Arbron, as annoying as he was sometimes. This is why I joined the military. This is why I became an artist. This is what it's all about. And then he's like, I was on top of the universe. I was a hero in waiting, practically a prince already. The war with the Yerks would be over just as soon as I could get in the game. I was a fool. (laughs) Which, you know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, yeah. I think but that was a great transition. It's so good. I think one of, the, one of the main theses of this book is that being a soldier is terrible and no one should ever want to be a soldier. Which I think is yeah. fucking a dope, a dope message, message, especially considering I how agree. much military propaganda is on our commercials. But but what I was going to try to say before is that uh, in this part when they're describing the Skritna, uh, I, I noticed it this time. So the, the Skritna uh, as a species are technically two things. There's the Skrit, which are like large cockroach-looking things that are like all white. And then they give Bugs. they give birth to Na, which are basically greys. They're greys. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I didn't notice that the first time I read it. Oh, really? No. Yeah, I was like... I was like, yeah, that's that sounds a little familiar. That seems like a very good explanation for Grey's existing. Yeah. But I was also like, how does how does the skirt give the skirt the skirt give um what what the fuck? It, it well this the, the skirt weaves a cocoon how? and out a, a, a year later, out of the dead skirt, there pops a nah. That's not helpful well that's what it says <laughs> how do the andalites do thought I'm... speech i don't know it's just a part of their thing 
I it's a weird guys like when Chap- like Chapman later is oh uh <laughs> just go for it oh there's a guy <laughs> when Hedrick is like uh uh why do the Andalites not have mouths don't ask stupid questions <laughs> that's for later um but I, that's for I later. think it's really funny how like in fiction normally the Greys are portrayed as being like oh, they abduct people for science and, like, oh, they're, like, probing you. But then this is, like, like, they abduct them and they're basically just Ferengi from Star Trek. Like, they just yeah. they just sell them and they just, like, have, they just like stuff and it's, like, that's, like, why they people just, get abducted and that's really funny to me. I, yeah, I love that Greys are, like, normally yeah, portrayed as, like, an all-knowing kind of alien class like oh they abduct people for science and also for like experience to figure like experiments to figure out the workings of the universe and other species and are kind of like one of the top species besides you know humans no they're just little smuggler creatures and they're just kind of generally annoying to everyone else in the galaxy yeah that's so funny which i think is hilarious it's really funny um but they get in the ship and they see there's a, a bizarre creature holding a Dracon beam, pointed at the Nah captain. Um, and uh, uh, it, here's the description. Uh, it had Its body had no fur, but it did have brightly colored skin that seemed to hang loosely in some areas. Its upper body was covered in loose, almost billowy white skin with tiny pastel patterns. Its two legs were covered in a rough, and, a rough textured blue skin that stopped suddenly at its hooves. The hooves were white and adorned with what looked like thick threads or cables laced together. It took me like two reads of that to realize he was talking about clothes and he was a human. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but Jenny, please come on. Hey man, you had At your one, one point, thing I just... you didn't notice. I had my three. <laughs> hey, Jenny, I'm just genuinely curious. And this is this is also bullying, but at what point did you realize that we were talking about Earth here? At what point in the book did you realize that these it was, were humans? It was when she said, um, it was when she said, uh, uh, little green men. <laughs> Which is like, two pages in. Jenny, I'm concerned. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. I get it. The description is so good. I thought I was talking about an alien. I don't know. Oh my god. Look, man. Wow. Look. <laughs> don't fucking judge me, okay? I'm I'm not judging I'm, you. I'm, I'm working am... my way through life. I'm dancing my way through life. You know, dancing, dancing. I know. I'm not judging you. I am laughing at you, but I'm not dancing judging you. Through I life. I cannot read shit. <laughs> is this is this supposed to mean something to it's me? It's wicked. I've seen it like once. Dancing through life. Down at the Oz Ball, the singer sound is all when I do. I'd say I hate that song. That is the lead, that is the worst song in that musical. But I am just dancing through life, Bryn, and I am a fucking idiot. <laughs> so am I. So am I. <sighs> I. I still maintain. I think there are some things that I noticed in this book that you might not have noticed, and I'm just saying that so I can feel good about myself. Absolutely. <laughs> That's every book. You notice stuff that I don't notice all the time in terms of, like, themes and plots and Thank stuff. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> but 
But she, the the creature is like freeze, horse boy. <laughs> I love I that. Love, I already love she's her. She's pretty great. Uh, uh, she has golden hair, which is important. Um, uh, and uh, we'll learn her name in a second. But she's like holding this n- little gray man at gunpoint. She's like, "I'll kill him! I'll kill him! I will!" <laughs> um, and she's my kind of great, my kind of girl. She's great. Uh, but but she's like, like like Arbron and and Elfie are like, or excuse me, Fortnite and Elfie are like, uh, we're here to rescue you. Please put the gun down. <laughs> My God, put the put the fucking gun down. She's like, oh okay, put it down, Jesus. And, she's like, mm. uh, and they're like, uh, she's like, hey, I I'm a human. I'm from Earth. Uh. Uh, this uh, they these people kidnapped us. There's one more guy here, um, and uh, uh, he's not having a good time. <laughs> you know, he's not into it. He's no. not about no, this. No, uh, no, he's not. Uh, but they put him on the ship, and they they say that their their names and the 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 girl is named Lauren, which is spelled L O R E N. <laughs> I will never be over this. That is not. I've never met someone spelled Lauren that way. Lauren is. <laughs> I like Lauren it. is spelled L A U R E N. That's like Lauren. This is Lauren. No, that's the not same. Like, Lauren, get out of here! <laughs> oh my god! In my head now, Lauren has a like a. She's like uh, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> it's like, hey kid, you okay? Oh. The other guy is like one year older than her, uh, has like brown hair, and he's like, my, my name is Hedrick, but I prefer my last name. Most people call me by my last name, Chapman! It's Chapman, he's in the book! <laughs> when I read that, I literally texted Bryn, I was like, Chapman! <laughs> I love him! He's a piece of shit! Oh my God. I'm going to have to post on our Twitter our conversation, our text conversation, which was just us screaming. Of screaming. Let me let me let me read this back to you. You texted me Chapman in all caps, and I texted you. This is all in all caps by the way, cuz we like to scream. Um I said this book is so fucking crazy. You said, "I know, holy shit." I said, "Talk about cerebral." And you were like, "I'm on 86 139. I might just fucking read it all night." And I was like, "Do it." I just finished it two seconds ago. We are freaking out because it was so good. Um, there's a lot of swearing, swearing. I said, it's a banger from start to finish. And then we end it and I'm like, I have Flash Gordon stuck in my head. Yeah, that's it. And then I sent her a meme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I suffice was, suffice it to, say, it to it. say, suffice <laughs> it to say, I was flipping the fuck out. Um, and, 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 and Shaman is like, I'm not having a good t- shut the fuck up i'm not having a good time i'm not having a good day this book by the way uh it should be noted uh we didn't oh we should probably have said this before it takes place uh 21 years oh, yeah. before uh, no we did say that did we oh we did yeah but i guess we should say technically this this means that this place ta- take place takes this takes place in the year 1977 because mm-hmm. and uh, Animorphs takes, I keep wanting to say Andalite. Animorphs it's 1998. takes place in 1998. So this takes place in 1977. Yes. Which is great. I love the 70s. 
Uh, Who doesn't? Yeah. Hell yeah. But, I'm imagining Lauren's hair being like... Oh yeah, Farrah Fawcett. That like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I think Lauren is from New Jersey. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why it was creepy um but but Chapman is already kind of being confrontational now I do, I'm gonna save some of my Chapman thoughts for for later I think it is perfectly understandable why he is an asshole I and I don't like that a lot the one thing I dislike about this book is later on I think it tries to make Chapman way more evil than he should be and part of that is because it's from Elf Anger's perspective and Elfie just for, just That's didn't true. like Chapman already because Chap just for like no because, reason just bad vibes because Chapman kind of points out the hypocrisy like immediately right he's like like mm-hmm. well okay you guys have also kidnapped us and they're like no we're taking you home and it's like we are a peaceful people and Chapman to test him charges at him and Elfie immediately puts his tail blade up to Chapman's throat and almost kills him. And he's like, I'll kill you. And he's like, oh, cool. A species full of love and friendship. I get it. Yeah. I mean, Chapman's vaguely an asshole, but he's not wrong. No, yeah. Um, I think Chapman... uh, I'm going to save these notes for the end, but I think Chapman is one of... I'm just going to say right now, I like Chapman... Yeah, I like Chapman a lot better now after this book with some context. I think he's fascinating. I think he's a fascinating person. And one of my theories... The big one relies heavily on Chapman, which you will all get to hear later. <laughs> Part three? Yes. But I'm very proud of this theory. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it myself. Yeah. Um, Jenny has told me no theories. No, I told, so I told, I told him You saved it for the podcast. Yeah. And I wanted to say it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Chapman is, you know, already established to be kind of a confrontational, a little bit self-serving, but, you know... I don't think it's entirely unfounded. Um, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not unfair. Like, I mean, he he does some pretty shitty things, but also he's been kidnapped by like three species of aliens. Yeah, he's been kidnapped like three times at the point. In a span of like a week. Yeah, been brought everywhere pretty much against his will. And also he's He's 15. Probably hasn't. He's 15, probably hasn't changed clothes in like a week. That would make anyone grumpy. Um, but yeah, that we'll we'll have more Chapman. thoughts about that as this how this book is so if you can't tell, we really liked this book. This book is so good. I don't know why they would be able to tell that. It's not like we're It's not like we're, you know, making a like whole show about it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. Anyway. Uh but um they're like <laughs> Elfie is immediately like, I don't like Chapman. Uh and he's like Oh, the humans were... Well, he's singing to himself, the humans are not my problem. But I was wrong. The humans were my problem. In fact, I was about to have a lot of problems. I love how at the end of each chapter, he's like, I thought that blah, 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 blah. I was wrong. (laughs) It's really good. This whole book is just Elfie thinking one thing and then being completely wrong. And I like that. And I for one love But he, they take him to the dome and it's full of grass and and uh, uh, Lauren is like, yeah, grass. <laughs> I'm a hippie. <laughs> no, not that kind of grass. Not that kind of grass. I meant normal grass. I know what okay, you meant. Okay, good. I know what you meant. 
but uh but but elfie's like okay you can eat whatever you want and then chapman's like huh i can't i love it i can't eat grass elfie's like we have 15 flavors of grass and various textures (laughs) i love him it's great and chapman's like oh you guys graze like horses or cows but you don't have mouths um and 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 he's like, how do you guys eat? And and Fortnite is like, with your hooves, like any sensible creature. <laughs> I love Fortnite so much. <laughs> I, love I love him. Fortnite, he's great. Um, and and with your hooves, like any sensible like, creature. Come on, like <laughs> get that into it. Uh, get into it. But I did just want to say, Marco would also one hundred percent play Fortnite if this book series came out in twenty twenty one. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Jake for plays sure. Minecraft. Um, Marco plays Fortnite. <laughs> that's an important distinction. And that is their should, relationship. A, uh, Cassie plays Pokemon. Rachel doesn't do video no, games. No, Cassie wouldn't play Pokemon. She'd be like, no, I don't want to put them in the balls. <laughs> I don't want to put the Pokemon. I, wanna, yeah. I don't want to keep the Pokemons captive. She'd play like... She would play like, My Littlest Pet Shop. She'd play like Nintendogs. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then Rachel sure. would be like, I don't know anything about video games other than Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> <laughs> she went, Tobias maybe would be the Pokemon Tobias would be the person. Pokemon person. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Lauren is like, oh, I gotta run around. She like takes off her shoes and Elfie's like, oh my god, your feet! You're taking off your feet! He's <laughs> like, oh god, You're stop! taking off your hooves <laughs> She's like, chill out, like, man. Like, was homie, <laughs> homie, my god. And, and and he's like, you have to wear skin over your skin to protect to you. protect your skin <laughs> to protect your skin. And they're like, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. I there's <laughs> a lot of this chapter is Elfie going like, oh, and then they did this, which is really interesting. And then they did this, and it's it's so cute because it reminds me of Axe. It makes yeah, me sad. I was thinking about. <laughs> It makes me really sad. They're so similar. Axe, they're so similar, and they never got to know how similar they were, uh, which makes me really sad. God damn this fucking war! <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and Chapman's like, yeah, it's not. Uh, you know, that's not skin. It's clothing. People wear it when they get when they need to get warm. And it's like, why would you need to live in cold places? And Chapman's like, well. Uh, we're not interested. We're not going to be kept out of a place just because the weather is bad. We adapt. We grab whatever's available and make the best of it. At least that's my motto. Grab what you can, and we 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 see him. We see him do that. We indeed and we do. We do what they do. We do that. <laughs> um. All right. And 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 then they get called to debriefing, and uh, and they're like, "You have to leave the ship." And and uh, axes or not axe? Oh boy, so many names. <laughs> Elfie. <laughs> is, this is why I call Arbor on Fortnite, and I call Elfie Elfie. I don't blame you. It's because I can't keep it all together in my head. Um. So I can't even keep Jake's. <laughs> can't even. <laughs> Philip, <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, uh, Tim, uh, That's Timothy. Tom. Um, but, but our, like, Fortnite is like, yeah, they just told me, yeah, you have to leave, right? And Axel, no, fuck, Elfie is like, no, this is my home, I, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. 
Um, and Fortnite's like, you know, there's a commander. And and Alex is like, oh my god. Elfanger. <laughs> He's like, not him. Elfanger is like, uh, who who is it? And Fortnite's like, it's War Prince Alarin Semitar Kuras. And they're like, oh no. Alarin. Alarin the disgraced. He was disgraced for uh, for some reason. No one knows why. No one ever talks about it. Ooh. He's like the Mad-Eye Moody. Of, he is, but he's um, like Mad-Eye Moody, Mad-Eye Moody, but darker. Which is possible. Yeah. It is possible. Yeah. Crazy. Um, he's, he's awesome. And I love him. He is fucking sick but he like shows up in the docking bay he's like tall and his skin is like god how did they describe it it seemed to be made from carved from solid steel like this shit i feel like this is more like the guy on the cover of the book um that's true but he's on the cover of visor oh i mean never mind never uh, mind uh, pulls at my collar Uh, pulls at my collar sweats did you have to narrate that? Fan self, who oh boy? <laughs> Pulls on color, wipes wipes sweat away. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. Yep. Um let's move on. Shall but, we? but uh he's got like uh, uh faint traces of burn scars. I almost said bear scars. He's faint traces of burn bear scars. Bear scars all over him. And uh, and they get on the ship, and and uh, Elfie is like, "Oh, she was a thing of beauty, most beautiful ship I've ever seen." Um, <laughs> why is Elfie Irish now? Uh, should I do the Should I do the the Thomas Wake uh, lighthouse voice? Oh, she was a thing of beauty. <laughs> You're a dog. <laughs> You're a dog, Elfie You're a dog. <laughs> Oh, is this a Lauren who sounds like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Lauren is voiced by Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse. <laughs> we are slowly casting Wait. the Animorphs movie. <laughs> piece by piece Wait, by I'm... piece. I'm so sorry. One, a quick aside. Wait, no, I can't say that yet because I can't give away the ending. No. This Write it down. Save it for later. No, but it's prevalent now to this conversation. Okay, well then make a way to work around it. Let's just move okay. on. I'll write it down and tell you later. <laughs> it's it'll be a secret. Shh. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're they're like, uh, uh, Alan is like, oh, it's a bunch of transport work. <laughs> Bad luck to kill a bad luck to kill a seabird. Um, and and they're like, we have to erase the memories of the humans when we get back to their planet. And Lauren's like, excuse me, I don't know what came over me. She's like, excuse me. Why does she sound like that? No one is erasing mine. Does she? Why does she sound like that? No one is erasing my memory. No, she's like, excuse, excuse me? No, no, no one is erasing my memory. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. She's voiced by Marissa Tomei. <laughs> no one yeah, is erasing like, my memory. Happening. It's a bullshit that's... question. 
It's a bullshit question. Just, We're not doing that. She's chewing gum. Oh She's my like, god! Yes. Nobody <laughs> is erasing my memory. Meanwhile, Chapman like, is from it, so that won't be happening. Chapman's from San, uh, Sacramento. <laughs> hey. No, that's not, I, I was trying to think of a, a town that isn't a, a South LA because you or, or South Cal- California because you hate South California. I don't want to offend any SoCal's SoCal people out there. Uh, I do hate LA. The rest of it's fine, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, Chapman can be from LA. That's fine. I was trying to think of a town that okay. was like because uh, <laughs> he's a because he's a bad guy. So they load up onto the ship, onto the Jahar, by the way, which is named after Alarin's wife, which this is an alien species of centaur people and, <laughs> you know, telepathy and turning into animals. And not one of them has been gay? They're all been straight That's so That's really the question. That's really the question. That really Fuck is. to be or not um, to be. <laughs> why aren't the why aren't any of the aliens gay? <laughs> why isn't Where's the gayliens? Come on. In that or, at vein. the very least, why are, why have been all of the alien species except for maybe the taxons, I guess? Why why are they why have they all been like male and female? Yeah, why is what's with the but also I know I go back to this like every other episode. Why is Tobias not gay? Why can't we have that? Why can't we have that for us? Uh, why is Rachel a les- Why is Rachel not a lesbian? Um, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't understand, man. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. I, I just want gay aliens to kiss. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all, though? Man. Um, Whatever, though. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he loves his wife very much. I know Aloran loves his wife very much. We do actually know for a fact that Aloran loves his wife very, very much. He names his reasons. ship after his wife. Uh, yeah, because yeah, what did he say? Because it's reason. fast and beautiful, and something like that, which is very sweet, I guess. Well, yeah, he just says like, uh, it, "I designed her myself. I call her the Jahar." It's my it's my wife's name. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Um but they uh they they get into Z space and Chapman's like, what? Faster than life travel? That's not possible. And uh uh they're like, true, Z space travel doesn't involve going fast, it involves tunneling through anti-space, what we call zero space, and then back to the normal universe at another point, Fortnite said. And it's like, oh, I, 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 if I were there, I'd be like, cool. Uh, cool, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, th- okay, thank you. Now we know what you would say if you were there. Um, Shut up! <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, why would they say all this techno babble to two humans who've just... But it's like 1977. They've just gotten to the moon. I don't know. Maybe maybe Fortnite just wanted to flex. Probably. I mean, he does flex on the battle bus before they drop to Tilted Towers. So. That's true. Um, 
what was I going to say? I don't even remember. Oh, I was going to say a note to our listeners. I do bully Jenny a lot. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Did you just, um, did you, did you attempt to say I do love Jenny a lot? And then you accidentally said, I do bully Jenny a lot. Or did you just announce that you just bully me? (laughs) It's the first one. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. Are you shitting me? (laughs) I do love you, Jenny. Don't worry about it. Uh, (laughs) You, I, this is historical listeners. Bryn tried to tell me that she loves me and she actually said, I do bully Jenny a lot. (laughs) Um, are you shitting my nuts? I'm (laughs) apparently on a physical level, I'm incapable of showing human emotion. Oh my god. (laughs) God, your Um, love language is, your love language is snide comments on a podcast my my love language is snide comments and physical violence um oh my god you're like oh my god you're just fucking punching me yeah when, you're punching me with words <laughs> my dear listeners when we lived together um we would be walking somewhere and jenny would say something oh. funny and then i would casually just like casually you know jokingly just like punch her a little bit in the shoulder and every time she was like ow that hurt and I was like (laughs) no I thought you were gonna say how when we lived together you would throw pillows at me that's just a roommate thing that's just Eddie doesn't throw pillows at me well Eddie is a lot nicer than I am that's true (laughs) um but but (laughs) Why but do you think then, you don't live with me anymore, homie? Damn shit. <laughs> There's a couple of reasons, but we don't have time to get into it. Let's not get into it. Yeah, but so they 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 get they're flying through space, and they're like, it's gonna take it's gonna take a couple of days. It's gonna be a long, boring flight, kids. Um. And and they're talking and and um the the uh the prince Alleran, he's like, uh do you, do any of you do any research? And Fortnite raises his hand, he's like, I, I am an exodatologist, which is like an ex- ed, I don't know, science. And 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 our uh Alleran kind of scoffs and he's like, Oh, the new ideal, a warrior scientist artist. It's not enough to be a fighter anymore, eh? They want a, a gentle, a gentler, more balanced, more intellectual sort of warrior nowadays. He really just said, fuck computer science majors. He was like, what even is that? <laughs> well, this becomes very indicative of his philosophy about war in general. That is we true. See later on. He's kind of, uh, kind of fucked up. <laughs> He's kind of messed up, guys. He's kind of messed up. It's a whole metaphor for Vietnam. Um, but he's like, yeah, this oh. is going to be a boring trip. Um, uh, they, and they, they're kind of just chilling, or, uh, they're chilling. Chapman is brooding, you know, as, as Chapman he, is cloaked to as do. As Chapman is wont to do. And Lauren is explaining things about Earth, and she's like, that's land, that's water, that's Antarctica, it's real cold. That's Antarctica, it's real cold. <laughs> Good job, Jenny. It's real cold, you don't want to go there. Just don't. Just don't. Like, yeah. We can't live there. Uh, and then I mean, she she points 
She points to the upper left part of the planet, um, where the line between night and day is, and that's where she she lives. New which Jersey. I think means is that New Jersey upper left? I mean, it depends, depends on, on what part of the left. planet you're looking at. It's round. It's um, it's a circle. It's a circle. Uh, well, it's I'm a assuming she means the northeastern United States, but. I, I thought know. she could also mean Northwestern if she's facing it with America on the left side. That is also true, but I prefer to think of her as being from New Jersey because it's funnier. That's true. <laughs> um, but he's like, uh, uh, how is your... It, it, well, Lauren's like, oh, my mom is probably dying of worry. And, and Elfie's like, oh, well, uh, don't worry, we'll save her. <laughs> he's so funny. Fun. Um, um, and, and he's like, oh, what, what about your dad? And she's like, oh, yeah, there was a war. Uh, he came back and he couldn't cope with reality, so he left. Uh, that means either he left home or he left left, as in he killed himself. No, I think it's the second one. I think so, too. Because Chapman which is was, like, making fun of her for it, which is... You know, dick move. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, cool, Chappie. Chappy. Let's Chappy You know what? I don't like that. <laughs> Let's not do that. Chappy Chaps? <laughs> Please you God, know, no. Chappy Man. I'm not a fan oh. of that. Chappy Man. Uh, Dude, Chappy Man is my that. favorite Pokemon. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but, but like, he was like, oh yeah, daddy went nuts, so. <laughs> He's such an asshole. Why is he such an asshole? Um, but it's it's. It, I mean, this is what I was just saying earlier. It's it's a metaphor for Viet. For a big part of the story is just a metaphor for the Vietnam War. I mean, uh, I'm right. You're correct. It's true. true. I mean, I, the entire literally the entire character of Alarin is just like. Have you ever seen that SNL skit with uh, the puppets and Bill Hader has a puppet that's like a war vet, like a Vietnam vet, and he's like, back in Grenada. <laughs> that's Alarin. Alarin have, is the puppet. I have not seen Vietnam Muppets. No, I have not. Um, Vietnam Muppets. Ooh. It's very funny, though. Indeed. You should send it to me. Yeah, I will. But, uh, but, uh, Alarin... Or Chapman's like, your dad sucks. And Alarin is like, have you ever, or excuse me, have you ever been in a war, human? And Chapman's like, fucking no, of course not. <laughs> Which, wait, well, I guess if he's 15 in 1977, he wouldn't have gotten drafted. Yeah, he would just miss the draft. Just miss, well, he's, yeah. Yeah, he would have just missed it. Um, and so then Alarin's like, then shut the fuck up, you know? Uh, even those who return from war may never really come home. You know, as I, he I, Go off, King. As okay. he should. Um, but, you know, Chapman's like, yeah, sure. Uh, and they're talking some more, and it becomes pretty clear that Elfie has a big heterosexual crush on <laughs> Lauren, who is... Sure. This is so funny to me. You're telling me. You're telling me right here. You're telling me now. Right here, right now. <laughs> right here, right now. That this snail horse deer man 
has a crush on this human child and there are no gay gay aliens in space. Also, What's also up with that? this is the first human he's ever seen. This is the mm-hmm. first horse person she's ever seen. Why? Like, like this is how alien species would not immediately be like, what an attractive looking species. And I get what they're doing is like they're falling in love with each other based on personal personality. But like, personality. I don't know. It just feels like a stretch. But it's it, they're cute. They're cute. They're cute. But it feels like a little bit of a stretch. They're cute. They make it work, but it does feel like a little bit of a. I don't even know. Heterosexuality. <laughs> it's very heteronormative. Know, that's, that's not my area of expertise. So. Uh, Is, you think it's my area of expertise, bitch? <laughs> absolutely not. I'm a um, big old Liz. Big old yeah. Liz. I am, in um, fact, the opposite of sexuality. Yes. I have negative sexuality. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, true, but, uh, uh, he's, like, uh, uh, Chapman's, like, <laughs> look, Elfie, we gotta get off to a bad start, babe. <laughs> I wasn't in a great mood, you know, which, to, fair, but, you know like, what? you guys are, like, he's, like, he's, like, why don't you sell all this shit, you know, and, and the androids are, like, fucking, because we're not stupid. <laughs> They're, like, what, what would we do with Earth money? And here's my thought. Here's my thoughts. Um, they're both from New Jersey. Lauren is kind of like a gum smacking, like, we're not going to do that. Like, no, don't, don't touch your brains. Um, Chapman is more of a like, hey, he's in the mob. He's like a shyster. <laughs> he's like a shyster. But then how did Chapman yeah, become a, a school vice principal in, or just principal? I can't. Yeah, it's vice, vice principal. Because vice principals are always evil. Why did he, how did he become a vice principal in Sacramento? Which is where I'm headcanoning that the story takes place because I don't know any other California cities. Because uh, our favorite drama gods put him there. And they were like, yeah, that's what you, I don't know. I don't know. He wormed his way up and he just wanted some kind of power. So he was like, yeah, let's do that. I have thoughts um, about that thought. But they're for later. They're for the end of the of the of the special. Um, okay. But he keeps going like, you know, I mean, you could like end all war. <laughs> He's trying to pull like a, like a, uh, uh, like in, in the Clone Wars when they go to the Force planet and the sun mm-hmm. is like, if you join the, <laughs> if you join the dark side, then you can end all war. I That's know the impression. sun was a terrible character, but I did love him. <laughs> oh, it was great. Well, he was great. He's voiced by Sam Witwer, who also voices... I've told you this, but I'm telling the people. He voices. He's voiced by Sam Witwer, who also voices Darth Maul. And then both of them have the line where they say, uh, the chains are the easy part. It's what's in here. And he points to his head. That's difficult. Or it's what's in here. That's the hard part. And they both say that because Darth Maul is the like closest thing to a human son that's in the thing. I really like that arc. That's my favorite arc. It's a really good arc. Um, and Jenny, as you so may good. have noticed, has some thoughts about Star Wars in general. I love Star Wars. Uh, who, <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, I know people don't, but anyway. Uh, we'll get into it. We'll start a Star Wars. No, we're not going to do that. We're, we're <laughs> going to start a podcast. Um, but but their, their, the, their, their conversation is interrupted by Fortnite, who's like, Oh, Alarin, there's like a whole thing. It's a whole big problem. 
and they they go to to all the andalites go to look at the screen and it's like a spherical white sphere is on the screen and all of them are like fuck <laughs> and then fortnite is like it's the time matrix <laughs> i thought it was just a myth i i love this because when i read this i was like oh love the tesseract i love that that makes it literally you know, literally the tesseract it just shows up uh it's funny it's, so it's funny. tesseract but an egg but an egg but a basketball <laughs> really let's know oh, i saw it as an egg oh. um i guess to technically a basketball um but but uh uh Alloran turns to the the two humans and is like sorry we can't take you straight back to your planet which like Yes, you can. That's, yeah, you can. Yes, you fucking can. And also, it's just circling back um, to whether it's an egg or a basketball. Jake plays basketball. I'm just imagining him dribbling the <laughs> time matrix. <laughs> that image just popped into my head. I thought that's it was funny. good. That's good. I forgot Jake, Jake played basket ba- basketball. 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 Yes, um, but they're kind. Of, they're like talking about the plan, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go to the Taxon Homeworld." Uh, because we need to... Shit, what do they need to do again? <laughs> they need to get the time matrix. Yes. Before the Yerks can get it. And the time matrix is in the Skreetnaw freighter. They really didn't, like, check the cargo hold before... No, before, no, like, leaving. They, they didn't, didn't check. Uh, you know, uh, it's whatever. <laughs> but they're like, okay, this the freighter is on the Taxon homeworld. And they're like, okay, we gotta go to the Taxon homeworld. Uh, and uh, he really doesn't... Elfie really doesn't want to go to the Taxon homeworld. How many it's times terrible. are you gonna say Taxon Taxon homeworld. homeworld. Um, and Shaman's like, hey, y'all, guys, you're doing your little telepathy, telepathy thing. <laughs> Why does he sound like Bernie Sanders? <laughs> You're doing your little telepathy thing and keeping us out. I'm once again asking. (laughs) He shows up. He shows up. It's the way I I can't make this joke yet. I'll make this joke at the end of this episode. Bernie Sanders is an assistant principal in Sacramento. So we've got Bernie Sanders, Marissa Tomei, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe. and Ray Fiennes in the mix. Wow. What What a a fucking film. (laughs) <laughs> um what a star-studded cast we've got what here. a star-studded cast um and they're like this there, there was an emergency human uh we can't do this and and chairman's like yo this is this trip little trip involves danger doesn't it you boys are in deep like i said i'm not an idiot <laughs> i can see you boys are in deep i can see you three are tense i can see you're worried Whatever it is we're going, you're scared, which means the girl and I should be afraid too, right? And you know what? He's right. They should be afraid. Maybe they could fix this if they just took him home. Which they should have done in the first place. But it's but whatever, I guess. <laughs> sure. Whatever, I guess. Whatever. And 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 Chapman is like, you're dragging us into a battle and we can't even know what's going on? Is that Andalite fairness? Chapman is right. I hate to admit it, but he is correct. I do not hate uh, to admit it. He's literally right. Yeah. The Andalites are being total dicks. Such hypocrites, too. They um, are. Like, throughout well, throughout the, the series, we're already being shown that Andalites are fucking hypocrites. Yeah, that's kind of their whole thing. That's kind um, of their thing. They're still good people. 
But, like, they're not spotless. And not even just the Ciro's kindness shit. It's the covering up of everything and the arrogance Mm -hmm. and the hypocrisy and the military. The the holier now. For real. Oh, God, we sound like Yerks. (laughs) Oh, we really do. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, remember we're the two idiot Yerks? We are the two dumb Yerks. I just want to say we do not support the Yerks. We do not t- support genocide, like they're real people. Colonialism, but mind control. But body also, control. the animorphs, the the Andalites are not spotless creatures. Is what no, we're trying I to say. Yeah, and I think that is, I don't know, a commentary on Andalite society and like just hypocrisy. Hypocrisy? I don't know. Hypocrisy, thank you. I, my brain isn't working today. I don't know. I was an English major at one point. Hypocritism. Um, hypocrisy, hypocrisy in general, but also just um, Kay Applegate trying to convey that there is no such thing as a completely innocent, good species. Um, I don't know. There's no such thing as moral perfectionism, which is, I think, important to remember as yeah. We move through the series and especially through life. in a war. I mean, Alloran says mm-hmm. it. There's no clean war. Yeah. Oh, um, this book is so good. It's so fucking good. Uh, but Chapman's like, hey man, maybe I should be on the Yerksei. Do they sound like the fucking winners? And here's what I was thinking in this moment. They say like, oh, about- here's what I was thinking. They were like, hmm. uh, uh, the, if the Yerks win, that it's bye bye humanity. But, like, maybe they should mention what Yerks actually do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Chapman ends up going through it. And he, we see that he is pretty affected by the whole thing. So maybe if they would have said... This is the arrogance I was talking about. Maybe if they would have fucking yep. said, like, Oh, Yerks invade your fucking body. He wouldn't have been so gung-ho about, you know, being an asshole. <laughs> but Yeah, but, no, I... They have the, the, yeah, Andalites have the privilege of this kind of knowledge. And they constantly talk about how primitive the humans are, but then they never actually inform them of the real threat that the Yerks pose. Mm -hmm. This is a part, a lot of this is on them. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I mean, this, I know they blame themselves for giving the Yerks the technology to go out and conquer other species but really it's not even that it's not even the giving the technology it's the withholding the information and the support from other species yeah and then lording it over them Um, and then blaming them when they inevitably don't understand the full scope of the issue blaming them for their own destruction when it's which is funny because that's what they do to themselves it's because mm-hmm. that that like knowledge of like uh, that there that I guess the theory or uh, uh, ideology of of like mm-hmm. blaming the victim when the inevitable inevitably happens is like so baked into Andalite society that they literally do it to themselves and they blame themselves for the yerks coming about even though it absolutely wasn't their fault. It is fascinating how terrible the Andalites are. <laughs> they truly are. They're so deeply flawed and they can't even see it. Um, yeah, man. It's great. It's great writing. Good mm-hmm. job, Applegate. I love your books. 
They're Please amazing. notice me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but right, uh, right, back to the book. Um, excuse me, I had a burp. <laughs> um, but they're like, all right, we're gonna go get some taxons so we can morph into taxons, and uh, uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do it, and and uh. Uh, uh, he, he see like, Elfie, like, puffs out his chest to uh, Alan and is like, we're ready to be your warriors, we're not afraid! Is And then Fortnite's like, I know you're lying, bitch. <laughs> I love Fortnite so much. This kid... <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> you know what I meant. I, you know what I meant, Jenny. Yes, I, I do. love, uh, Arbron. Arbron. Yes, that's his name. Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Um, I, he's just such an interesting character. He is, um, and what even, happens to him is is also really fascinating. Yeah, even before part two, I think he's really interesting. Very fucked up, but very interesting. Oh, very. Like, undoubtedly. Um, <laughs> poor undoubtedly. Kid. Poor I think, kid. I honestly think he's an alternate version of Marco. Yeah. He's alien sense. Marco. Centaur he's Marco. Alien Marco. He's alien Marco. He's alien Marco if Marco went down the darkest path possible. Um, yeah, but he had... Yeah, okay, well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> Take a shot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, but but they're like, alright, we're going to go to the Taxon homeworld and hijack a ship. So they hijack a ship and they get into the ship and uh, and they fight a bunch of sap sap sap. They fight a bunch of taxons. Taxons are fucking gross, by the way. They're nasty. Like, they're like maggots. They are like they're like big, long maggots. Ugh. Gross. But also, also a really interesting species, though. Yes. Um. Very very important to to remember. Uh, not to judge these books by their covers. Um, but, uh, uh, uh is, Alaron is like, don't destroy the fucking ship. And so they, they get on the ship and, uh, uh, they, there's a bunch of taxons everywhere and they start slash, 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 slashing them. And, and suddenly Elfie, like, lets go of his conscious mind and is just slashing everywhere. And, and, and it, he wakes up and feels like hours of, well, not wakes up. He opens his eyes and it feels like, Hours have passed, and like everyone around him is looking in horror at what he's done, and there's just fucking dead taxons everywhere, and and he like he's like no, and then he like ran away and goes back into the jahar, and it's like I I pity I have great pity and empathy for Axe in this moment, but this is what it you mean, Elfie? Elfie. But this is what it means to be a soldier. This is what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's kind yeah. of the one of the big points that's of this a... book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a big question of this of this book as a whole, I would say, is like, what is a good soldier? What does that mean? Does it mean being True. loyal or does it mean being a good person? Yeah. yeah. At one point, you have to sacrifice morality for doing what is... What must be done. Right. What must be done. Um, Which we see a lot in this book series. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, not just this book, but 
every every book like especially in Axe's book um especially in Jake's book as he's learning to like what being a leader actually means it means doing things that you think are reprehensible we have to do them yeah like leaving Axe behind in the jungle um where everyone else was like screaming to go back for him but Jake was like we're all gonna die if we go back for Axe um Mm -hmm. what it means to be a leader um I think it's interesting to see as even though Elfanger and Axe are brothers, and they obviously have very, they're very similar. Um, I think it's interesting to see the similarities between Elfanger and Jake as well. Yeah, I was um, thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I wish we had more books with Elfanger in that, so we could kind yeah. of um, <laughs> explore that further. Explore? But I have a feeling that in later books, especially in Jake's books, we'll be able to reference this book again. Um kind of compare the two which i'm excited yeah. about uh yeah yeah anyway. i agree um but they they get on they hijack the ship uh uh, uh elfie gives lauren a shredder which is like a gun basically uh and he's because uh lauren's like i don't really chapman probably means well but i don't know trust him which you know not unfounded not unfounded yeah. <laughs> um and so they like go in the ship and they have their little prisoners and they're going to become taxons and uh dun, dun, dun. Uh, but they they're exploring the ship they're looking around and uh uh he like they get into a big like storage room and Aloran's like computer lights and thousands hundreds of thousands well just tens of thousands of tanks Full of yerks in, in in slumber and hibernation. That's what they find. Mm. This is not good. No. Because um, <laughs> this poses them with um, a pretty hard ethical question. Yes. Um, do you open the airlock, which will effectively suck all of the yerks out into open space, killing them? Uh, while they're in hibernation, they can't do anything to defend themselves, um, and it will possibly save tens of thousands of lives and tens of thousands of beings from being controlled. Or do you not do that? Release them because they're unarmed, and it would be unethical to kill them, um, and hope that they. Don't take over too many people, but if they do, you'll be able to stop them later when they're armed. Mm-hmm. What do you do? That's basically um, the debate that Lauren and Elfie have in this moment, where Lauren is like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill them. And Elfie's like, but sir, they're unarmed prisoners. And I'm not, I don't think we should get too deep into this discussion right now, because the mm-hmm. facets of it, 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 it evolves as a debate. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. All throughout this book, this this question looms over uh, whether or not to effectively genocide these years. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and this is isn't this the question that yes! we were talking about in like the first the book? first is it episode, okay? the first episode. Look at us! Oh my god, um, <laughs> right, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, the first episode. Is it? ethical to genocide the genocider kill yeah genocide the genocider is that is that morally okay 
Um, and I would argue that this book itself doesn't even come up with a solid answer. Because there is oh, no solid answer. Not. There is an absolutely not an answer. It will always be a question that is, like, thought upon. And honestly, I think that is the answer that this book comes up with. Is that there's no right or wrong answer. Um, yeah. That it's completely subjective. I think that is the thesis, one of the theses of this book. Mm. Um, and it starts with this question in this scene. And I'm hoping that the consequences of this book and this question will carry on throughout the rest of the series. I have a feeling it will. Mm -hmm. um, but this is the first time that we actually see that question that we were talking about um, in the beginning of the, in the first book um, being quote, being poised and then attempting to be answered. Um, which I think is part of the reason that this book is so good. Yeah. Um, well, we should keep in mind that this is not the first time that a mass, I guess a small mass of Yerks has been killed because when all of the Yerks were in the jacuzzi, mm -hmm. the kids the, the kids immediately pulled the plug. Which is, I think, telling, considering that they, I think at that point, still did not fully understand the severity of this conflict. I still mm -hmm. think on some level they don't fully understand the severity i think no i mean how how could they no yeah of course they're just humans i think if elfie were to come down and and explain you know um the 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 issues uh <laughs> that arise uh they would probably be like why did you put me in this situation i'm literally a child mm -hmm. you know yeah I'm, oh um which I think is that that's something we have to talk about at the end. Yeah, of yeah. I just came up with is, a, a very important thought about that. But but for late for anyway, the end of the book, um, and for the end of the book, when we're doing our final thoughts and questions, that's going to be it's it's going to be a whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll save that for later. But for now. I do think that this ethical question is part of what makes this book so good, so interesting. Yes. Um, but they, they don't answer it right now, because Fortnite is like, Yeah. Hey, they've probably sensed the heat death of the Yerks, <laughs> so maybe just ignore that question. <laughs> um, yeah, and good now, job, Fortnite, Elfie, for diffusing Elfie's that tension. Like, Elfie's like, thank God. And he's like, my life, which has gone rapidly downhill at a shocking speed, was about to get much worse. <laughs> oh, Elfie, that's so relatable. Oh, <laughs> Seriously. Tattoo. Uh, that's a tattoo line. Um, but they they morph into taxons, and it is terrible. It's pretty bad. Because mm -hmm. you're a big, creepy because worm. Because the taxons are, are sentient, but they're like... They're hive creatures, and and they hungry. Which they hung, yeah. One, they're hive creatures, which, as we all know, sucks. Mm. And two, they are much more animalistic, a little bit less sentient than most of the other alien species out there. Like, and and they are cannibals, which is fun. The whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, Elfie uh, himself is like. I almost said axe. Elfie himself is like, I saw the two Andalites, my own people. I wanted to devour my own people. 
<laughs> Woof. But they, uh, that, yeah. that smells like foreshadowing. Ooh, uh, pulls on, pulls, <laughs> pulls on collar, wipes away sweat. <laughs> Uh, sniffs at the air. It smells like foreshadowing. Um, sniffs at air. <laughs> smells really good. Uh, 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 waves air <laughs> towards nose. Um, but they they <laughs> float to the air towards the smell of pie, like in a cartoon. <laughs> Eyes bulge out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Awooga. Smells like foreshadowing. I hate you. <laughs> I love myself. I love myself. Um... But they spiral down toward that taxon homeworld. And uh, Lord, uh, he's like, I feel th- I was thankful that Lauren was safe back in the Jahar. <laughs> okay. Um, but they, they get to the to the taxon homeworld and it's like, it's like creepy and you know, like, ee. And they, they're walking around and all of a sudden a spaceship comes in and dumps out a, a dying taxon and all of the other taxons like rush in and immediately just devour it. And Elfie in his head is like, Oh, I want to No, I can't do it. Oh, I want to No, I can't. <laughs> and immediately uh, he gets like spotted by a thing and gets pulled up by a thing Onto a train he car. He gets arrested. He's on a train car and he's facing a Hork Bajir controller. And the Hork Bajir controller is like, Welcome to the Toxon Homeworld. I am Subvisor 7. You interest me. Yes, indeed. I am very interested in a taxon that will not eat fresh meat. It's Visor 3. <laughs> it's the universe's favorite girl boss. <laughs> Everybody's favorite girl he boss. A- oh, he's got a jingle? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Does Okay, we know that, like, Temrash what, 247 or whatever, and Inish 246 or some... They have, like, names, quote-unquote. Yeah, I was thinking um, this a couple, like, weeks ago. Visser 3 has a name. He has a name. It's just they never refer to it. I bet we're going to learn it in the Visser book. I'm sure... What if it's something like Phil? Embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, what if it's what if it's like Doris? Barry. So he just doesn't use it. <laughs> it's just like really boring or frilly, and he's like, mmm. Mm, <laughs> like everyone's like, he's pure evil. He's evil. His name's like Rebecca. I can feel it rolling off of him, and it's like, and that's Doris over there. <laughs> um, he's the sub visor seven. So like did you know immediately that know. this is Wizard 3? Because I did. Yes, I did as well. <laughs> I can just, just imagine him, like, leaning on the table, just like, oh, hi! I'm evil! Just, this, I mean, I, I knew he was going to show up in this book, because how could he not? Second, um, the way he talks, he's like, you interest me. I know! Yes. That's mm-hmm. what I love about Wizard 3, is that his dialogue is so conversational. He's like, Hmm, it really fascinating. is. And he's not actually talking to you. He's talking to himself, which I think he's is so, so funny. good. I, I love this piece of shit. He's actually a terrible, terrible person. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we get a little bit of information now. Some very important information about uh, Yerk hierarchies. So at the top, there's the Council of Thirteen. And this is really fun. One of the Thirteen is an emperor. But no one knows who it is. It's a closely guarded secret because the Yerks are, are I, they, none of them trust each other. 
I love this. I love this. Very do, smart. The question is, do the council, within the Council of Thirteen, do they know who the Emperor is? No, I don't think they do. Absolutely Does not. Does the person who's the Emperor even know who the Emperor is? Yes, I would assume so. Okay, but then how how do they know who to listen to within the Council of Thirteen? There's probably like, or maybe they maybe they do know. I don't know, but there's probably like. Some Is kind of like, way to get messages from the Emperor to the Council of Thirteen. Wait, wait. Is this is there some sort of like um I don't know, bureaucrat person who's like they're in a I in like the to think and so. like, Okay, everybody close your eyes and if you vote raise for this, your put thumb, up your hand. put up your thumb. <laughs> put up your Everybody play seven you. heads up seven up. Yeah, it's their system of government is heads up seven up. <laughs> and I personally adore that. <laughs> I like to think it's G-Man from Half-Life who gives the announcement. Uh, that seems about right. Mr. Visser. <laughs> I can't do a G-Man voice. Um, but uh, then just below the Council of Thirteen are the Vissers, and we know about that there's 40? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and Visser 1 is the most powerful, and down to Visser 40. And a sub visser is like a colonel. That's what they say. Yes. Uh, and so they're chatting, and uh, Visser Sub Visser Seven Sub Visser Seven is mm-hmm. like is like a soul and delight. How long have you been in this morph? <laughs> I love that he he's, immediately. He's like soul soul. <laughs> How are you doing? How is You're life gonna have to move out eventually because I know we've been in there for a while. Yeah, it's very uh, fun. Uh, oh, but we also learn about Gallard, which is a fucking sick name for a language. It's the language of, mm-hmm. like, it's like a thief's cant. That means nothing to me. It's a, a, a dialect of, like, language that all... It's in t and <laughs> It's the, uh, like... It's, like, basic? Uh, no. Basic is, like, English. Thieves cant is, like, a dialect mm-hmm. of English that, like, thieves and rogues and general like uh ne'er-do-wells use interesting yeah but uh he's he he he's like okay you don't want to try me that's fine i need the entertainment (laughs) (laughs) he's like it's kind of boring around here actually oh maybe you're one of the rebels and we learn that there's mountain taxons who are like rebels and and elfie is like oh i i i didn't i mean i i didn't think i (laughs) Here's here's a very telling line. We'd assumed all the taxons had accepted Yerk rule in exchange for promises of fresh, unusual meats. I have a feeling that Andalites think every race that isn't a Yerk is below them. I really do. I have a feeling that you're correct. Yeah. Um, Andalites definitely have a superiority complex yeah. happening here. Axe and, um, and, and slightly Elfie are like the only two Andalites, well, I guess also Fortnite- are the only Andalites that don't seem to be, like, entirely, like, like on a fucking pedestal with themselves in their own head. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole planet. A whole planet of dicks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but he's, like, they're, they're in a choo-choo train, they're in a choo-choo car, and they're, like, going over, like, a mountain, and there's just a bunch of writh- um, a writhing mass of taxons below, and Visser 3 is like, you know, rebels are just fresh meat, you know, it's whatever, uh, uh, and I will hand you over to them, like, immediately, or, and he, like, leans in and, like, whispers, and he's like, 
you know, so your body I use is fine. There's millions of, but there's like millions of us. You know, what if you gave me your Andalite body? You know, no Andalite has ever, uh, <laughs> you know, no no Yurk has ever had an Andalite body. <laughs> I'd be pretty, like, what if you like gave me yours? <laughs> uh, pulls on collar, <laughs> wipes what the bro. <laughs> it's that, it's that, like, if you want, we could, uh, you could uh, give me your body, body. and <laughs> control your mind. So- uh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Visser, you- Unless. <laughs> what if I controlled your own body and you were an Andalite and I was a Yerk and we and it was under the moonlight on a bridge? <laughs> just kidding. Unless. It's like, uh, he talks like a, like an evil genius, but like, this is pretty dumb. Just kind of put your cards on the table. Like, what do you mm-hmm. expect to happen? Like, and he's like, let me take your body. <laughs> and he's like, you'll live. It's the only way you're going to live. And then Elfie's like, fucking no. <laughs> so he's like, okay, he's like, stop the car. And he throws him off. He's like, okay, that's fine. Pushes him out of the car. It's so funny. <laughs> I love whenever he does that. He does like a couple times this movie. He's like, okay, do it. <laughs> they throw him out. And he's like, demorph, demorph now, demorph now. And then and, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, fully demorphed. He's like, slashing, 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 killing all these worms. Um, and then they, uh, they, shush, 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 shush. And then things are getting bad. And he's like, what am I going to do? Oh, I will morph into the Kafit bird, which is the first thing uh, every Andalite ever morphs into. So he morphs, <laughs> flies away. <laughs> um, he mentioned that there's only three species of birds on his planet. Yeah. I guess that's why Axe is so into birds. Is he? Is he? I don't know. He likes to fly. Well, then again, everyone likes to fly in this series. That's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Kay Applegate just wants to fly. Um, Shit, I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. She heard that song and was like, oh, guys, I've got a great idea for a book. <laughs> I didn't think that's how it happened. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> dare you slander? You know, yeah. very easily. Uh, but they, uh, 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 he makes it out and he looks over and he sees the Jahar landing. And he's like, wait a minute, that's not possible. How can anyone land the Jahar? There's only two humans on it. Apparently, humans can fucking drive anything in this series. <laughs> and uh, uh, it lands. Outstepped. Uh, uh, Visser, the, the, the choo-choo train lands also. Outsteps Subvisor 7. Uh, and he's like, mm, what the hell is this? And uh, <laughs> uh, the, tra- the fucking ship opens. And out walks Chapman! And he's like, hey, hey, relax, you can put down the weapons, I'm not here to fight, I'm here to trade! Um, and none of them fucking like, understand hey, each other because he's just... speaking English and they're speaking... <laughs> and, um, and, and Subvisor Sam is like, oh, like, it wants to want? trade. All right, what do you have to trade? And he's like, what, do I, what don't I got to trade? He's like, what do you have got, to trade? I got this ship. So Chapman... Uh, even though they don't understand each other, they, they understand each other. Chapman, like, backs into the shadow of the ship 
and comes back out, pushes Lauren to the ground, and is like, that's what I have to trade! A whole planet full of that! And that's where we're going to end part one, Alfanger's journey in the Andalite Chronicles. We're not going to do any notes now, because this episode's long enough, shockingly. A and B, we can't even get into the notes. There's more book to, there's more, one two more parts of the book to talk about. <laughs> it turned into a cartoon character when I get stressed. <laughs> For you listeners, um, she just, just doesn't just do that during the podcast. Uh, when we lived together, we did that all the time. <laughs> Jenny, one time we're going to have to tell the story on the podcast of the <laughs> the whale in the um the clown noises that we did when we first met each other. <laughs> in my brain box. Ah, the brain box. <laughs> anyway, oh, also, just... uh, oh, also when we freaked out about the jellical cats. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the uh the school for clowns. Oh the clown god, school for the fools. clown school for fools. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, that's for a different episode, man. We've one been of these talking di- for a while. One of these times, as a bit, I will open the show with, with by singing Clan School for Fools. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You picking up what I'm putting down? Picking it up, putting it down. <laughs> that's not how that phrase works. Well, if I put something down and you pick it up, why would you put it back down? So you could pick it up again. But why am I picking it up if I'm putting it down for you? I don't know. I feel like I'm like a mobster and you're like a sad little cashier person and I'm like explaining the details of the joke and you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That is pretty much the essential retail experience. Yeah. Just getting held at gunpoint by an Italian mobster trying to explain a joke. Look, one time I got held I don't at gunpoint? Just held up at the register. No, just held up at the register of this um, old, old man telling me about all how he financed his house for his daughter. So, cool. You're not too far off. Hey man, that's the same. We talked about it for like fifteen point. minutes. There are other people in line. Oi, oi, vey, oi, uh, good. I boy. never saw him again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and his name, Barack Obama. <laughs> no, <laughs> and his name was Bernie Sanders. Don't do that to Bernie. And his name is uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> that's about. More like it, yeah. There you go. Oh, you got held at gunpoint by Austin Powers. I never said gunpoint. I said, I said. Yeah, you didn't up. say gunpoint there too either. <laughs> uh, now look who's bullying me. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. That's all right. Well, that's the ending of this part. But don't worry. Part two oh, no. will be out. Point two will be out real soon. And uh, in the meantime, allow me to practice my Andalite. Hakititi florpa, tafluka tatapita, afluka tatabotatita, aflupa tatin mata floperti for Andalite Chronicles. Palatatu! Flopati katabata, 
Animorphs Book Club, Flakatupu ABC for short, Flapatupata, haha, <laughs> I think your accent's getting worse. Bakati, go fuck yourself, Bryn. <laughs>